This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. And Sally Lucas, we're off to a fairly close but also very interesting destination today. We are. I mean, our neighbours across the Tasman, New Zealand, I mean, it is a most stunning and beautiful country. And um, even though we try and tack it onto Australia, it's really so vastly different to Australia in every way, shape and form. So I've got a bit of a specialist here with me on, on the radio today, or by phone anyway. It's Matt Wood from Go New Zealand. And Matt would just like to, I think, discuss with our listeners all the different things you can do in New Zealand, different places to stay, different ways of touring, away from the normal coach tour programs. Um, so, Matt, I'll hand it over to you and let you get started. Sure, thank you, Sam. All right, well, listen, New Zealand, it's typically perceived as the high-adventure capital of the world. It's got its breathtaking scenery, it's rich and proud Maori culture, and um, it's a destination that's uh, it's really it's so close it um, can be enjoyed at any given time. But truth be had, New Zealand should be enjoyed now. And, and I ask, why not? It's, um, you know, it's only two and a half hours fly, flight away, so very close. It is, and we still win on the dollar. Yeah, well, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which is even better, and you don't get any jet lag, as you said. So. Well, no, there's no jet lag to be had at all. And with packages available at the, such great deals as they are now, taking advantage of that and enjoying a holiday unlike any other, it's absolutely perfect. And some fabulous destinations to visit, and New Zealand really is coming to its own with a range of boutique accommodation now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Look, away from the mass tourism and the coach tours, and tucked in the small little villages, the winery estates and those hundreds of bays which surround this scenic paradise, uh, boutique travel throughout New Zealand, throughout the Pacific nation, it really offers a quality of accommodation activity class above the B&Bs and the hotels most commonly offered. Yes. And some of the areas, um, Matt, that you have these wonderful boutique accommodation, do you want to just go through a few of those so people know which areas they're heading to? Yeah, sure. Look, people are looking at anything from the Bay of Islands in the far north, with uh, its 143 islands um, sitting out by themselves, the, the Hawke's Bay or Coromandel regions mm-hmm. um, just south of Auckland. Hawke's Bay is absolutely phenomenal in terms of its... Uh, uh, international wineries and, and international recognition. The uh, the boutique wineries, which only uh, provide around 500 to 1,000 bottles per year um, and only sell it uh, within New Zealand, they're staying at those places on the, mm. the ex-farm, um, sheep farms, etc. That's something that most people, certainly the coach tours, don't get to do anymore. No, no. I mean, they probably don't have the time. And a lot of those smaller boutique vineyards, to be quite honest, are not interested in large groups, you know, dumped on their doorstep because they don't really cater for groups. No, they're, they're not at all, exactly. They, they prefer to keep everything um, personalised, to, to have um, be sincere in what they're, what they're offering, to, to not have um, the d- demanding groups coming through. And it's, it's not necessarily the... the demanding Australian groups coming through no. people from all over the world that you know are stamping on their doorstep and running through their home it's a, this is their paradise their home so exactly having a boutique winery or a boutique accommodation 
this is their way to be able to share um, what they love so much with just a few people. Exactly, their little patch, you know, that they're very proud of. That's right. And, I mean, just looking at, I've just got some of the um, flyers in front of me on some of these boutique accommodations, and honestly, there's one here, Old St Mary's Convent. Oh, isn't that amazing? Oh, look, that just <laughs> looks absolutely magnificent. Absolutely. Don't you love the bed? It's, uh... <laughs> oh, just stunning. And I mean, you know, as you say, even farms. Is, mm. is it Paratiho? Paratiho? Paratiho. Paratiho, right. yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, the, the list really goes on. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's found all throughout the country. I only mentioned the North Island term. The, looking down at um, the Marlborough region, um, uh, out of Nelson, Blenheim, the, uh, absolutely amazing. Just um, out of Christchurch, you have Akaroa Harbour. Yes. Um, you've got uh, Maison de la Mer uh, there, which was actually featured on TV a short while ago. The um, uh, Further down south into Queenstown, Wanaka, and even Stewart Island, um, tiny little Stewart Island, which has wow. gotten more so than what Tasmania is. It's um, it's an amazing place. Yes, I haven't been to Stewart Island, I must say. I mean, I've, Wanaka, I thought, was absolutely gorgeous. And, oh, I mean, of course, yeah. Queenstown's stunning. It's, but, you know, you don't need to say anything about Queenstown with those no. wonderful <laughs> mountain ranges on the, on the lake. It's just a most beautiful, beautiful spot. But the other place, as I said, I was impressed with was, you know, the, all around that Queen Charlotte Sound area. Mm. And for people who are doing both islands, I think a must should be to go by ferry and not fly between the islands because that would be one of the prettiest crossings in the world from Wellington to Picton. It is absolutely beautiful and leaving Wellington Harbour, coming into uh, Queen Charlotte Sounds or the Marlborough Sounds is uh, absolutely extraordinary. The, the dolphins are found there all year round. There's very few people. The, um, you, you'd be more likely to see um, someone, a, a local, tinkering around in his little runabout going fishing than you will to see the, the masses of, um, of yachts and, and you know, yes. ships, etc., coming backwards and forth. You just don't find that in New Zealand. No, you don't. And I know when we were on you know, Queen Charlotte Sound, I mean, you didn't see very many other um, you know, vessels at all. Uh, but uh, that's exactly. the beauty of it, I suppose. You can get away to these wonderful little places where you can sort of you know, revive yourself or rest or hike or whatever you want to do. But, I mean, as you say, it's pretty pristine, most of these uh, areas as well. Absolutely. And I mean, today's developing market, it's really come from a combination of more discerning, well-informed uh, clientele. The, uh, the advertising that's been received, the, the, they're looking for a lifestyle travel. So yes. they're, they're looking to, to get away from, as I mentioned before, that mass tourism, go to the preserved, the uninterrupted, intimate corners of regional New Zealand and really have a holiday because that's what they want. Of course. To NURFM 103.7, travel is the subject, and today we're talking New Zealand, Sally. We certainly are, and as we said before, a beautiful destination so close to home. Matt Wood with us from Go New Zealand. Now, we've been discussing the wonderful boutique accommodation New Zealand has available, but he now would like just to chat about the person, the real independent traveller that just wants to get around New Zealand totally on their own. How do you do it? And eh? how do you do it, Matt? really the ideal driving destination. It has a national highway system aptly named Highway 1. <laughs> it's a, a road that runs literally from the very north of the country straight down to Wellington where you jump on the ferry. You go across to the South Island and you can do a loop all the way around the South Island. 
So the the only issue is how long do I spend in any one place? Oh, no, and that's the hard one, isn't it? I, I would think if you're going to sort of independently travel New Zealand, you'd need 18 to 21 days minimum, would you think? Yeah, well, look, if you're doing 18 it to all. 21 would be absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some people mightn't have that much time, and I guess that's where it comes to um, an agent advising them correctly of what they can cover, you know. Well, that, that's right. And, I mean, today, with today's packages, combining both your flights and your motorhome or your car rental, um, it's a very, very affordable way, not just for families, but also for couples, friends, or just individuals to explore New Zealand in their own time. And the good thing about it is, as we said, you are independent with your van and you can just pull up wherever you, you know, a nice little camping area, whatever, but you can still add in those little odd boutique nights so that if you get a break, you know, from just maybe sleeping in the van all the time, it, it's a cheap way of doing it, as you said, or an inexpensive way, but it's nice just to throw in a couple of extra little nights as a specialty as well, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. And to be able to take advantage of what most Kiwis take for granted every day, the, the opportunity to walk down to the beach at low tide, you know, put your toes on the sand, pluck tippies from below to get mussels from the beach and, and cook them in your motorhome or your accommodation. Yeah. That, that's just fantastic. Talking mussels, which I must, I've <laughs> never been a real fan of the green lip mussels from New Zealand, but I only found out why is because they're frozen because of quarantine before we get to eat them here. Oh. So we're not getting them fresh. But when we were in um, Queen Charlotte Sound, of course, we went and they just pulled them up off their ropes straight out of the water, mm-hmm. just steamed them, you know, yes, and they yes. were to die for. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh. And look, you don't even need to get in the boat to go out to the ropes to pull them up. You can literally <laughs> wander around the rocks and pluck them off. Pluck, like we used to be and able to do here with oysters they, once upon a time. Exactly. And they're the size of your hand. They're absolutely the most beautiful thing you've ever tasted. So. You're making us all hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm angry myself. <laughs> now, the styles of vans, yeah. we have from small through to large, so do we have a van, for example, that accommodates two and then up to a maximum of how many that would be comfortable? Absolutely. Look, there's a variety of them. that They cater according to the number of people or the space required. So, as you said, everything from a two-berth uh, high top, which is perfect for the the lone or the couple's traveller, um, all the way through to a more luxurious six-berth cabin for the family. Um, all the motorhomes, they come with fridge, freezer, gas burners, your cutlery, power steering, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and the larger vehicles also have a microwave, shower, toilet, and that hot and cold pressurised water. Okay, so they really are fully equipped, so it would only what, be a smaller one that doesn't have the um, obviously the space to fit in like a shower and toilet. That's correct. That's right. So the smaller one is ideal for people that uh, really uh, need something a little bit larger than a, than a car. Perhaps they're coming across for the winter months, and, and in the winter months, where required, chains are available for, for driving up to the ski fields. Of course. Yep. And, of course, I mean, you've got car hire as well if people, you know, don't feel like the van-type situation. Of course, you still can, you know, rent a vehicle, as you say, and do it that way. So it just depends on, I guess, your needs, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And, listen, petrol costs in New Zealand compared to here, or diesel, I guess it would be diesel in the vans, wouldn't it? Um, well, it's actually a, a either or, to be honest. The, the okay. smaller vehicles, two berths, generally run off petrol, and the larger runs off diesel. Okay. Um, petrol costs now are... I was there just last weekend. It's a dollar sixty New Zealand. Right. Uh, diesels are um, a lot less. So that would be what a little bit dearer than here. It's, is it? Um, it, it, it 
with the Maybe. exchange rate, it actually works out slightly less. Oh, does honest. it? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Australia's in a great position at the moment. <laughs> oh, well, that's good to know. And yeah. and then, of course, you've got your living costs, meals, etc., to add on to that as well. But as you say, if you've got the van, of course, you, you can be self-sufficient, but you can eat out as well, of exactly. course. What would you suggest a person allow um, on top of their base cost of, you know, once they've paid for their airfares van hire, for, say, petrol and meals on a daily basis, even if you like, so people can then times that by over how many days they're going for, just just a rough. On a daily basis? Um, listen, I mean, it, it really depends on exactly what they're looking for, True. how far they're going to be driving, and, um, uh, and where they're sourcing, what restaurants or cafes they're going to. Um, I personally would, would base it on probably about... Um, say anything between 80 to to $100 a day, yep. um, and that would be, as a couple, to provide for both of us, yes. um, the um, looking at accommodation being extra, yes. um, and that is simply because it, it covers all of your meals then, um, covers your petrol and, uh, and any extra little expenses you might wish for. Yeah, and you can also bring home a couple of bottles of lovely New Zealand wine with you. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's fantastic, Matt. It's been great having you on the show today. Um, I hope we've sort of opened up New Zealand a little bit further for people to know that there's a lot to explore and do out there, and all, as you said, only two and a half hours away. Exactly. Okay, Matt, thanks again. Thank you very much. And we'll be talking travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news here on 2NURFM 103.7.